1: Hello, and welcome to Theme Park This, the only podcast that dares ask the question, is it okay to take candy from strangers if that stranger is a fourth Doctor Face character offering jelly babies? <laughs> my name is Scott Carelli, and with me I have Kyle Crane. Oh, I'm so ready to do this Inspector Space Time show we talked about. <laughs> uh, and Brian Green.
0: I'm sorry, Space Candy? <laughs> is that what you said? Yeah.
1: And joining us today to talk about all things Doctor Who is Cass Fredrickson, my co-host from The Doctor's Companion. Hello.
2: Yay. Tardis noise. Whoosh. Yay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so theme park. This is a podcast about creating the theme park of our dreams based on any subject concept or IP possible. Each episode includes a park made up of restaurants, mid-tier attractions, and e-ticket rides using nothing but our imaginations. Today, we're going to be working together to create a park based on Doctor Who. Uh, this, is, uh, this has been one that's been a uh, long time coming. And uh, I've been talking about doing this since last season. Doctor Who is like my favorite thing, period, end of end of the sentence. Um, And, uh, you know, we've kind of had it on ice because Brian is a is a noob and needed uh, needed homework um, to sort of get (laughs) up to date so that so that he could contribute, um, which is fair. Uh, I think we did the same thing for Buffy. And I think one per season like that is enough. So, um, and so, uh, we're, we're doing it finally. And I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it because this is definitely something that I've dreamed about forever. Uh, so let's start with you, Brian, because I want you, we gave you a list of, of episodes to watch and you watched them. So what did you, are you a doctor who fan now? What's
0: going I, on? I think I am. It was Hell super yeah. fun. Hell yeah. I, I, I was watching these and I'm like. This show is just a blast. It's a blast to watch, and yeah. I I'm going through. I'm like, yeah, thinking about all the uh, all the doctors I saw because you, you gave me at least one from each doctor, like from like the, the of the
1: reboot. of the new of the new era, yeah, yeah. the
0: new Who, uh, yeah. and trying to think of. I, I really like Matt Smith, uh, but I mm-hmm. I I I really see why. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Why, why am I blanking on his David name? David right Tennant. Now? david tenet like david Tennant. oh my god i just want to stick him in my pocket and like just walk around with him in my life all the time because i love that man it's,
1: it's quite the change from purple man which is probably what you most know him from right have you seen jessica jones i have not no Ooh. oh fix that right. wow I yeah have not, all right yeah. yeah he's he's a he's a villain on that and he is very villainous um uh, he's wow. a villainy villain. okay but yeah yeah um but uh, no, that's really exciting. Did you have a favorite of the episodes that I gave you? I consulted Cass on the list.
0: Yeah, it's true. I think the girl in the fireplace.
1: Girl in the fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. girl. Yeah. In the fireplace, yeah, I yeah I that's one so. of my that's definitely one of my all timers for sure. Um, It's really, really good. Uh, Kyle, what about you? Yeah, I actually when I was a real little kid, I remember
3: watching it was either the fourth or the sixth doctor uh, on PBS when I was a little kid. And I was just kind of like fuzzy on the entire concept of Doctor Who for being as young as I was. And I thought it was like a horror show or something. It was, I don't know, for some reason British stuff really scared me when I was a kid because of like the <laughs> format of video they shot on. is a really weird thing, I don't know. So anyway, um, I'm probably just uh, like a lot of people really got into it uh, when David Tennant came back and I was really heavy into the Matt Smith stuff. I think I saw every Matt Smith's episode and uh, I've kind of um, uh, just gone back and kind of picked over a bunch of shows. So I'm not a Doctor Who expert. Uh, I do like Doctor Who, but I have to say that after Matt Smith's Uh, departure from the show once karen gillen left uh my interest left as well so i have not seen a single episode (laughs) since then so
1: yeah yeah um and i think that's when a lot of people left honestly i think there was a there was a sharp decline after claire after claire rejoined and then there was a sharp decline a sharper decline when matt smith left and we've been trying to sing the praises, Cass and I, on our Doctor Who podcast. I've been trying to sing the praises of Capaldi and get people to watch Capaldi. But it's hard because, you know, I don't know. People are like, well, he's old and he's... <laughs> <laughs> to,
2: to be fair, if it wasn't for the podcast, I don't know if I'd still be watching Doctor Who. Oh, that's right. very true. Because I, stop- I stopped after the pawns left, too, because I was like, wow, this is not great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: It was a dark moment for the show, for sure. Yes. Quality, yes. guys. But uh yeah, I wanted to save the the heavy hitters for last. So uh Cass, what's what's your background with Doctor Who? <laughs>
2: um <laughs> uh I started watching it in 2008 is when uh my ex-boyfriend got me into it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Um and we just flew through all four seasons of the new stuff at the time. Um, And then we started uh, watching the classic stuff. And then I actually edited um, like his like review blog and wrote like a, like, I don't know, like reviews slash recaps for like all the classic stuff we were going through. Um, And that's how I know Scott is through doctor who. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, some stuff happened and Scott was just like, be on my doctor who podcast with me. And Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've seen, I've seen, there are a handful of classic stuff that was, like, recently animated or, like, discovered after I'd watched them initially that I haven't seen, but I've seen Doctor Who uh, multiple times, like, first Doctor through 13, so. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and I'm the same way, Um, uh, however, I did my dad watched doctor who when I was growing up, he had like VHS tapes that he recorded off of PBS. Um, and, uh, so there was like a lot of third, fourth and fifth is what he had on those VHS tapes. Uh, Hmm. when I was growing up and he would try to get to me to watch them and me being a kid with like, you know, I don't know. I had trouble with some of that old sci-fi stuff because like just the, uh, I, I had no patience for the, uh, 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 the slow pace of those shows, um, for the <laughs> most part, it wasn't until the Fox TV movie in 96 that introduced Paul McGann, uh, that I watched that with my dad as it aired while the rest of America was watching the Roseanne series finale. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that's when I fell in love with Dr. Who was from that eighth doctor movie. I was like, I would have been like 11. When that came out, so I was like exactly the right age for it. And, uh, and to this day, I will drop anything and watch that stupid Fox TV movie. Um, it's so dumb and bad, and I, I adore it. I adore <laughs> it's it so, so bad. So um, I adore it. And uh, yeah, so, so that's where I started liking it. And then I started watching some of the old stuff with my dad after that because he was like oh well if you like that you know the show has been on since 1963 so <laughs> so then uh, I watched some of the old stuff there I didn't really retain a lot of it but I, I, I remember stuff like I remember watching Planet of the Spiders because um, I remember the the uh, hovercraft chase sequence in that <laughs> in that episode um, I remember watching that like as a kid and just being like that's a lot of running around um, and uh <laughs> And then when the show got rebooted, I found out about the reboot from my local comic shop. They were just talking about it. And I had no idea that it had happened because it hadn't aired in America yet. And it is because of Doctor Who that I learned what torrents were and how they worked. Um, (laughs) And that was the first time I torrented anything was the first (laughs) series of uh, Christopher Eccleston's Doctor Who. Um, Wow. And – Uh, yeah. So, and yeah, and I never watched it on American TV. I'll be, I'll totally cop to that. Never did. They shoved commercials in. It was stupid. So I just torrented everything. Um, up until, (laughs) uh, I don't know, very recently when you could like buy them same day on like iTunes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, uh, a huge part of my life. It's my favorite thing in the world. Uh, Doctor Who. I, I love, how it wears its heart on its sleeve. I love that it it has this sort of like deep philosophical belief in people that they will come together and do the right thing. And like, it just, it's a show that loves humanity. And I love that it can change. The show changes completely between from doctor to doctor, from showrunner to Mm -hmm. showrunner, it changes. And it's always sad when you lose a doctor that you love, but also it's, it's this weird feeling of, like, sad that you're losing this actor, but also you're going to get a new one. And what are they going to be like? And it's, like, the most exciting thing. Um, mm-hmm. And no other show in the universe does that. And I just think that's amazing. Uh, it makes Doctor Who this one-of-a-kind thing that is just not replicable. Um, and uh, I love it so much. And so I'm really excited to talk about the idea of a Doctor Who theme park, the closest we've ever gotten is Doctor Who, the Doctor Who experience, which was in London and then moved to Cardiff. Um, and it was a museum with an interactive element. I cannot, for the life of me, find video of the interactive element of like a ride-through of this thing. Um, but apparently, I think you were, I don't know, you are in some sort of vehicle and the Doctor, suck, you get sucked into an adventure or something. But to me, I feel like Everything that I read, it seemed like it was not... It was cool because it's like Matt Smith talking to you and then later Peter Capaldi talking to you and it's a thing specially filmed for this experience. However, I think the the experience itself is pretty limited and um, very low-key, like the kind of thing you would find in a museum. Uh, And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I think it was a little cheesy and I want to go big with this. So... Let's talk about it. Have, uh, Cass, have you ever thought about Doctor Who in a theme
2: park? Um, not, not until two days ago. Okay. Fair uh.
1: enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um,
2: I, uh, yeah,
1: so let's, let's start off by talking about this land, this park. Um, what does it look like when you're walking around uh, and that sort of thing? I have an idea, but I want to hear what you guys think. Yeah, this is one that
3: I, I put a lot of thought into, kind of like, what, what is this? Like, how do you, how will how this be broken up by sections? And I think we've got some interesting ideas, but it, um, I was trying to think, okay, do we break it up by doctor? Do we break it up mm. by time period? Do we break it up by villain? Which the villains, much like Batman, seem to be like the driving force to me for Doctor Who. It's kind of like you mm. can have a whole land based around a particular villain, but that seems kind of like limiting. I think there might be a more creative way to do this. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Brian, did you have any ideas? in your very I limited don't have any ideas for the lands
0: yeah because yeah, <laughs> you know this could be anything right, right? like right. you know it could be anywhere in any time so it's kind of hard to you know place that and i bet like I, I bet you know the imagineers working on galaxy's edge probably had a lot of thoughts on that too because like literally you can make any planet you want for star wars right right and, mm-hmm. so they, right. and yeah so like, I, as long
1: as it only has one climate that's the only rule. Yes.
0: <laughs> if it rains every afternoon at like four thirty, then we're good. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I I I really don't know what to do with the land. I have an idea for a, a multi-step e-ticket, but you know that's later, obviously.
1: Okay. Cool. Uh, Cass, did you have any <laughs> suggestions?
2: Um, as far as like different sections. No,
1: as far or... as like what what this park would look like as you're like walking around, like what's.
2: Um. I thought the and this is um this is my classic who brain but like I thought the entryway being the door to like the junkyard in Unearthly Child would be oh, sick. I um, love
1: that. I am for And foreman, then like yeah.
2: and then as as you're walking into the park it like goes from like black and white monochrome to like technicolor. That's
1: a really cool idea. Um, well, thank you. I <laughs> think that I think your idea can be merged with my idea because my yeah. idea is that because you know there's there's a problem with a Doctor Who theme park, and the problem is you kinda want there to be a story, but also if there's a story, then suddenly you're extremely limited on what era you can be in, right, yeah, and so yeah. my yeah. idea was that the park exists as Um, so, so the story of the park is that the doctor's timeline has merged at a single point in time and space where everything is happening simultaneously, but cannot be, cannot be altered or affected. So, no, so that way you can have tons of walk around characters. You can have Daleks, Cybermen, Centaurans, uh, Angels, which can be like, mimes that just like st- stand there and then as you like get near them or turn your back to them they like move you know
2: that's so scary <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> stuff like that and then you can have master incarnation face characters doctor incarnation face characters flanked by companions you know mm-hmm. so it's the um,
0: Avengers campus of Doctor Who
1: <laughs> yeah totally totally um, and I think that would be really cool I also thought as a park icon you do the Gallifrey and Skyline Um, yeah, which would be a really cool thing to see, I think, in real life. Uh, but, uh, you can look that up, Brian, because I don't think he was featured in any of the episodes I gave you. My eyebrows
0: raised a little bit. I think Scott saw that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, but yeah, I think I love the idea of the, of the junkyard entrance to the park, um, and then leading into that. And I do love the idea of the, the sort of like black and white to technicolor kind of vibe Mm -hmm. in different areas, too. I think that's really cool. Um, shit, that's really of, cool
0: looking. Yeah, I want that. As
2: the... I just kind of want to like yeah. see, like know what that looks like, you know, like how to build like a black and white, like purposely black and white set. Oh, that, yeah. That like, kind of like, <laughs> like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny. Actually, we tried something like that when I was in high school theater. We did a production of. Night of the Living Dead, and we attempted to make our our sage or set monochrome, oh, cool. uh, and then we were going to do our makeup and all that, and only the blood would be in color.
1: Whoa!
3: Uh,
0: it, it, it did not work well, uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so we we scrapped that idea pretty early on. Oh man.
1: Um. So okay. So I think that's what that's what it is, and I think that by doing that you kind of get away from l- the concept of like lands mm-hmm. because it's all just sort of like mixed up and jumbled like
2: jumbled um
1: yeah. and and so like as long as you have a map i think that's all that really matters because then it's like you don't have to worry about lands because it's like you could be standing next to i don't know like a recreation of like uh london tower and then like you know next to it is like i don't know uh Something from Australia. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But, but, you know, just like all over the place and like alien stuff and things like that, Um, which brings us into our, our restaurant uh, ideas. Now, at first I was like. Wow, I'm gonna really struggle with this because food isn't really like a main thing in the Doctor Who universe. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about it, and I really, you guys, I went down a hole. I have like four restaurants that I oh, can. Talk oh my about. god! I yeah, it couldn't come up with yeah. like a single
3: thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So the first thing I thought of was a sweets shop. Um. And the sign that the whatever we call it, the sign would be made using the colors of uh, the fourth doctor scarf. So it'd be in that color scheme. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then inside they would sell things like jelly babies and jammy Dodgers. Um, I liked the idea of candy celery that you could wear as a pin and then eat at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I really liked I that. love that. cooking in the hot um, sun all day.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, this is, this is one that only, only Cass will appreciate. Uh, Kamika's cocoa, which will be Aztec chocolate. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, oh things like God. chocolate oranges, marshmallow Adipose, uh, Brian, look up Adipose, and, uh, and oh, you'll yeah. see that if that you... should be a marshmallow, that should be a, a treat that you eat, for sure.
2: If you think that the little Jet Puff um, friends from the new Ghostbusters movie <laughs> yeah. are yeah. cute, like you're going to be obsessed with that.
0: They are super <laughs> cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I've seen these guys, yeah. yeah. I've seen these like, on a t-shirt or something. Yeah, mm. and then oh, just like...
1: Um, and then just, like, general, like, British sweets that you can't get, you know, regularly in America. Because, um, uh, sorry, uh, British listeners, but uh, this this is in America because I actually want to go to here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll build one over there, too. There's going to be two. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I thought of a... Uh, a bar. Um so there's a bar in the um Moffat era called the Maldivarium, um which is run by Dorian Maldivar, the blue guy cast that gets his head cut off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um don't worry, he survives, so that's actually not a spoiler, weirdly (laughs) enough. Um, (laughs) But, uh, inside, you know, I think a lot of themed cocktails off of like the different incarnations of the doctors and companions and things like that, as well as you got to have an 18th century banana daiquiri, um, which of course would, uh. Was invented by the tenth doctor in uh, *Girl <laughs> in the Fireplace*. <laughs>
0: oh, hey, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah.
1: and then inside, I think because I think it's like a bar restaurant. You know, I think on the on the side, you actually do have like just a walk up bar, and that's the the Zigid Zagoo bar from um, *The End of Time*, where Jack is at. And oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. um, I thought that was cool. It's like the closest we've ever gotten to like a cantina scene uh, in in doctor who which i think would be cool um the other one i thought of this is going to be th- this is going to be really insular and uh i'm sorry brian and kyle because you guys are really not going to be able to follow this one but uh clara's diner yes uh, um i was thinking clara's diner and depending on and it like um it slowly rotates on the inside the way mm-hmm. that um the the restaurant at Epcot does you know the slowly Uh rotating one but as it slowly rotates it changes from Clara's diner to Clara's tavern from the snowmen so it's like I want to
2: go here yeah yeah so like depending (laughs) on my
1: god depending on when you walk in you either you go into one or the other and then this is where you get like your like kind of kitschy but and punny like basic menu with of like hamburgers and stuff. But then I thought you could have Mel's carrot juice smoothie, which is actually a <laughs> carrot cake milkshake dyed orange. Ooh. Ooh. Um, and then, uh, a bananas are good milkshake, of course, fish fingers and custard. Um, of course, because uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how we could have this park if that's not like <laughs> the Instagrammable food, right?
2: That's the only um, food that I wrote down on my list. Is like, yeah, I, think yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking uh,
1: of an apple pie that has like uh, a slice of apple on the top with the smile in it from 11th hour. The mm. the, the smile that he cuts Aww, into the, to the apple to prove that it's him. Um, uh, of course, souffle girl souffle. And uh, Rose chips, uh, which I'm just mm. calling that because Rose love chips and <laughs> talked about them on the reg. Uh, and then, of course, the fancy like dining, because that's still a quick service. Fancy dining, of course, is the restaurant near the singing towers of delirium. Uh, I was
2: going to suggest that if you didn't. So yeah. I'm glad that we're like same way. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think that's just fancy alien food. I mean, I yeah. so want like a fancy sit down restaurant at galaxy's edge with like fancy alien food mm-hmm. and they haven't done it. They just have quick service and I really want a fancy one. Um, and so I'm doing it here because I really want it. Uh, and it, and it comes with a show because you have the, the singing towers. And so you get a little bit of a, you get some entertainment as well. Um, which is uh cool, but yeah, those are all the restaurants I thought. of. <laughs> it's a lot of I love
3: it. You did the impossible, you know?
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, let's talk about attractions. Who has some attractions?
3: Well, there is one that I think probably we all have in mind, and I don't know if we want to talk about it right now, but uh, the horror-based, uh, we, the Angels ride. That's, oh, anybody, as an attraction? As an attraction, yeah. Oh, no, I'm okay. sorry, as an e-ticket. I'll, I'll I'll save that. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah let's... <laughs>
1: Let's hold on to that. Uh, one.
3: So, so attraction. I was thinking, um, just in the vein of, I think I pitched this probably every time we talk about something, but um, something in the vein of build your own lightsaber, build your own sonic screwdriver. At some point, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah I have that as well. I mean, that feels like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, it works better than a lightsaber because at the end of the day, you build the lightsaber and it just has a stick coming out of it. Yeah, a sonic screwdriver just looks like a sonic screwdriver, mm-hmm. like. You right. know, it's not it doesn't have the fake stick on it um, that when you turn it off, it still has the fake stick on it, you know? Yeah, because um, I, I like the building the the hilt part of the lightsaber thing, but then it's like you turn it on and it's like, well, hold on. Let me screw my stick in. Uh, you <laughs> know, And so it's it's like a whole process. Are they We're, not
2: retractable? No. The no. lightsaber? What? No.
1: Yeah. No, they're not.
2: You pay eighty dollars for a non retractable light. Oh, driver? it's two hundred. It's two hundred. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. It's, it's expensive. Yeah, it's really
0: expensive. No, actually, and they've gone up. I think it's two twenty now. Oh my oh, god, guys, don't buy these yeah. things.
1: Don't buy these things. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had plans to buy one on my next trip. <laughs> Shh. I'm not going to listen to Kyle right now. <laughs> so I
1: think I think this build your own sonic screwdriver is like a total no brainer. Yep. I think it'll be impossible to get a reservation at this thing um unless it's more like the droid factory at galaxy's edge where it's just mm. a bunch of parts Ugh. and you just I really did it.
0: not like the droid factory. I built my droid and I was just not happy with the experience. Yeah. Yeah. There was an obnoxious kid next to me. He was like screaming at the attendant and I'm like, you know, calmly asking him questions like, "Oh, and he's like and he's being real cool with me." And then like this kid would be like, "Excuse me!" <laughs> and scream at the guy and I'm like, <laughs> "Look, I'm, my son is being born here. Can you please chill?" <laughs> like,
3: probably have less entitled brats at the doctor who land so it might be more peaceful um <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed. Crossed. yeah <laughs> after you build a sonic screwdriver yeah. of course it would be really cool to take it out and have it do stuff in the park so much in yes. the way of like the harry potter stuff where you just you know do a little thing and maybe you could build different types of sonic screwdrivers that would uh, have different sorts of uh you know you go in and fix something with it in the park somewhere you know yeah uh interactive aspect so some cabinets yes um yeah. <laughs> build, build some cabinets <laughs> somewhere uh,
1: <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I think that that's a no brainer. And I think that the idea of having like a ton of options too, as far as like how to build it and like what things to combine, because you have, you know, most of the, the aesthetic of most of the, of the sauna screwdrivers that we've seen in the show tend to like kind of all go together, but then you have like rivers, um, Sonic Screwdriver, which has, like, a bunch of extra bits on it that, like, don't really seem like they go on a screwdriver. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like there's a lot of options of, like, mix and match and things like that that could be really cool. Um, so, yeah, I think that one's a no-brainer. That was definitely on my list as well. Uh, Cass, did you have any attraction-level stuff?
2: Um, I really like, um, like, walkthrough stuff. So I think, like a, like, an interactive... Um, maze or like walk through thing of like like we're journeying to the center of the TARDIS, um, yeah. sort of thing would be really cool. And then you can have like different console rooms from the different eras because they're like I think they're all canonically in there somewhere. Yeah, they're so all you can saved. Just, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that'd be fun.
1: Yeah. No, that would be really cool. Um, uh, Brian, did you have one? An attraction?
0: Uh, nothing in particular because uh, mine. I feel like. All of it is part of the big e-ticket, and so I do have some walkthrough like things going on with my with my with my idea, but uh, they'll have to be saved.
1: Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. I uh, one one thing, this is just like a throw throwaway one, but it's obvious. It's like a museum, you know, mm-hmm. like a like with like props and costumes and all kinds of stuff from the the show's history, I think that's an obvious thing to build put in, especially since we had Doctor Who the experience and then they took mm-hmm. it away and now it's like, well what happened to all that stuff? Um so let's let's throw that in a museum here. Um I also thought of this out to go along with the sonic screwdriver thing. I thought of something I'm calling the TARDIS closet where you go and you create a doctor outfit as if you're like post regeneration
2: Oh, dude, that's sick. And you just
1: go into the TARDIS closet and you get to, like, pick out what your doctor would wear. And then there's, like, Instagrammable, like, photo opportunities and stuff where you've, like, dressed up as your doctor and you... um get to show off your outfit that you picked out.
0: That is great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I,
3: I love that. We've got a couple of ideas already out the bat that are ways to upcharge people and stuff too. It's like going to the closet, right. and pick out your clothes <laughs> and you can cosplay as the doctor in the park. So this yeah. is profit generating out the, out the gate.
1: So yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. BBC call us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right. So that I guess takes us to our e-tickets then. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's, start
2: uh cast do you have an e ticket um i think like the obvious one is like a space mountain ride but like it's the time vortex oh my god that's not obvious at all but
1: that rules what? oh my god um, <laughs> yeah that rules because i have i have a, a an idea in here where i was like where i was like roller coaster like maybe master related but i wasn't sure i like yeah i was like i don't know because like i wasn't sure how to do a roller coaster in doctor who and yeah that makes perfect sense that rules i love that
2: i love space mountains so like any excuse to like go on a roller coaster in the dark like <laughs> yeah
1: oh man yeah. yeah no i love that that rules
0: uh- I think the music fits for like a dark roller coaster so well. Yeah. Oh, the name yeah. totally. would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
1: god! And then you, so you go up into the time vortex, and then as you come out of the time vortex and it's space, there's just like doctor heads that like appear. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like, at the end of the credits, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the credits, um, just like giant doctor heads. Well, I mean, um, that,
3: that's what would be great about this ride is, like, Space Mountain is still built on, like, a 1970s-style, like, ride system. Like, this would be modern day, so, like, projection technology and stuff like that would be incorporated. I think it's a great idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that rules. Sweet. <laughs> um, I I have the idea for a, a Star Tours-esque um, Doctor Who thing where you are on a tour bus, uh, kind of like the one in Midnight, Cass, mm-hmm. um, which is itself very similar to the... Star Tours ride vehicle Um, and just like Star Tours it's randomized where you go to you are you are on your way to a random locale and then you the 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 ship is boarded by a random villain um, and then a random doctor sort of like to save you comes in to save you yeah yeah Um, because like the thing I was thinking about with the e-ticket thing is that it's really hard to do an e-ticket where you're riding in the TARDIS because Mm -hmm. in order for it to be thrilling, you have to have seatbelts and there are no seatbelts in the TARDIS. That's the fun of it is that you're like (laughs) getting swung all over the place. Right. And, and so it gets, it gets tricky to do like a TARDIS motion sim or something like that. And so I was like, well, I mean, I guess, Cause then it's like, well, do you have like a robot doctor inside the TARDIS? And I was like, I don't know how that works. So then I thought of this Star Tours kind of esque thing, um, that I think works pretty well. And in terms of the random villain, they would be practical animatronics, and the way that I would randomize it is that like picture an octopus with its legs sticking up in the air, like an upside-down octopus, and you have an animatronic villain. So you got like a Centaurans on one arm, you've got a Cyberman on one arm, you've got um i don't know whoever else like you've got the daleks like, eight, well i was gonna leave daleks for like my biggie ticket um oh, okay in a minute but uh uh yeah so you have different different doctor who villains and then the they sort of like have a spot where they come in where they board and so you just have the arm just sort of like moving like in a circle around the ride vehicles like they're all, in a, they're, they're all facing inward in a circle, and then the octopus arm is sort of like in the center of the ride vehicles, if you're like, you know, looking at how the sausage is made kind of thing, um, <laughs> is what I'm thinking. But uh, uh, yeah, I think a, like a randomized Star Tour style Doctor Who ride would be a lot of fun. Very yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I had um, an idea, and uh, I was taking this idea from uh, Rise of the Resistance and with the, uh, with the transport ship, I was thinking, and yeah. I was thinking about having a a TARDIS not necessarily being the ride vehicle, like uh, you were saying, Scott, because mm-hmm. like, it is is it's it you know there are no seatbelts, you can't have it to be too thrilling. Uh, so I was thinking of having the TARDIS be your way to go from one place to another, and so that this is yeah, your transport sure. vehicle on Rise of the Resistance, uh, and what I was thinking. We could do a randomization element to it where we are where you have you know five six whatever it, however many we want to do uh different versions of the interior of the tardis, so like because uh, mm-hmm. what Cass was saying about it being uh like the the interior changes is that what mm-hmm. you you were saying mm-hmm. yeah um mm-hmm. so we could change it depending on and then each one is going to have a different doctor in it uh so a different uh different no. doctor animatronic what I'm thinking is you walk uh, so you're uh so the the right entrance you go in straight through the tardis of course the tardis front doors uh you go in uh you stand along uh along the walls uh, on that on that lower level of the tardis uh robot doctor who uh you know gives a spiel he uh and, <laughs> uh and starts the uh, and starts it then i'm thinking that whole room is going to have to lower like the haunted mansion, like the haunted mansion stretching room. Obviously we don't, we don't know what's going down. We just like, this is just the direction it has to go to get to where it needs to go. And then it will, uh, then, and then I think the whole room will have to shift. It's going in direction. It's shaking the whole time as you're going in. And then when you get there, the door is open and you are in a completely different space. So you're in a a giant room, just like you are in the, the star, uh, star destroyer, uh, in, I don't know where you end up, though, is the thing. I don't, uh, Obviously, you know, there are limitless places we can go, but if y'all have any ideas.
1: Um, so I, I wanna, I, I think I wanna combine that a little bit okay. with my idea. Um, and I think, I think you don't start off in the TARDIS, and okay, I feel like because the TARDIS is meant to be, you know, smaller on the outside, um... It would be it would be difficult to like get people to enter through that door. I feel like it would take more time because it's like really right. only big enough for one person at a time. So my idea was that um, there is a Dalek invasion in this ride. It is a a uh, it's like a dark ride um, kind of thing, like your Rise of Resistance, but uh, you end up in a room where, like in uh, Blink, when the um, when the the angels are surrounding them, the there's Daleks that are surrounding you, and then the TARDIS forms around you, and it's like mm. this, it's like this fading projection effect where you're in oh. a warehouse surrounded by Daleks, and then all of a sudden it cha- you hear the noise and the Daleks disappear as the TARDIS forms around you, um, cool. and then everyone exits out the TARDIS doors to like whatever the next step is in the process. Okay. I like that yeah. idea. That's...
0: that's
1: cool. So then you like when you you leave and then you look back and it's just like the police box is all that's there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is I think would be cool. That's
0: a, Yeah. It's a good workaround because I was worried about the uh, the bottlenecking of that of that. idea. Yeah. I like it.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, because I was just thinking. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think you're I think you're absolutely right, you know, and it's like it's like, yeah, you want to be on the TARDIS, but it is hard to incorporate the TARDIS in like a big group ride thing. Um Right. Yeah. Whereas You guys,
2: um you yeah. know those those really um at like the county fair or whatever, they have like it's like a spaceship and you go in and you're like attached Gravitron. to the like the Gravitron. Yeah, yeah that like, yeah. But like, I don't know, TARDIS themed.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that sounds super intense, and I don't think I would ride it. But yeah,
2: oh, you don't like the gravitron? No, I do
1: not like. I don't like spinning rides. I can't. Oh. I
2: loved
0: it as a kid, but I bet I would not like it yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't do spinny rides. Um,
2: I,
1: the teacups are too much for me. I can't. Oh,
2: bless. No. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: No. Oh, Scott, that's adorable.
1: Uh, I'm old. Uh <laughs> Kyle gets it. Yes, uh. yeah.
3: <laughs> As you grow older, equilibrium is kind of yeah. It's a problem. Yeah, uh-huh. More drops, less spins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, um I've got an idea for one. Uh okay. okay yes. But I I don't have any story idea for this. I just have a ride mechanic idea. So let's try oh, to okay. build a story around this, okay? Uh Blink is obviously one of the greatest episodes of Doctor Who ever made. Uh introduced the It's the, the
1: most it's the most like ride adjacent one. Yeah. It's the reason why I put it on Brian's list because I was like, the Doctor's not in this much. Should this go mm-hmm. here? And then I'm just like, yeah, but it's literally the Doctor like talking directly to you through a mm-hmm. video and giving you directions. Yes. Like, it's mm-hmm. like the most amusement park, like theme park ride kind of I, thing.
0: That's the right view. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right about
3: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great, too, because it also shows off one of the cool things I liked about Doctor Who is that it um it is genre-bending. It could be horror. It could be comedy. It could be adventure. It could be all these things. And um, I thought it kind of lent itself to a a horror ride uh, really easily. Um, The mechanic I'm thinking of is um, I I was thinking about it. I was like, well, how do you actually get that into a ride? Because it's when you're not looking at the angels is when they move. So it's kind of a startling thing when you see them, you know, they operate on boo out of Mario Brothers uh, uh, kind of rules um but right. so oh you can they do yeah Holy. that's that's holy what it is shit. Yeah. uh i get i get a targeted
0: like ad like every day for a shirt that is a, a boo and a, a a weeping angel just like <laughs> not looking at each other <laughs> <laughs> it's like that like one day i might buy that shirt and someone at facebook ads is going to be real yeah. happy like finally we <laughs> sold them on that's it it's the perfect
3: convergence <laughs> of like facebook uh, ai marketing yeah i
0: love that oh, right
3: wow. <laughs> um So, obviously, it'd be hard because in in a ride, like, I'm I'm thinking something like the Haunted Mansion here. Uh, You're constantly, like, looking at stuff, you know, to be scared or whatever. But what if you controlled that through the ride with, like, a lighting technique? So, instead of, like, you having to not concentrate on looking at the angels, the lights go out, they flicker, and then the angels move. So, you could possibly have, like, either live actors actually moving in the dark to get closer to you or, uh, like, a lighting system that maybe, like, shuts off for a split second wall drops wall comes up something like that or like an animatronic spins around where you didn't see it maybe an angel is uh covered in black and then light goes out spins around really fast and all of a sudden you can see it with lights back on so it looks like it's actually animating towards you through persistence of vision uh where it's actually just like lights flickering or something like that so um i think that's the best way to incorporate the angels into a ride but yeah. What the story would be for it, I really I don't have much of an idea um other than you just recreate blank you're in a spooky house and uh, they're coming at you, you know.
1: Right, right. Yeah. I I feel like um Oh man, what would that be the best part of? I, I feel like, um, you know, we, we, we did the, the, the space mountain version, um, space mountain roller coaster but I feel like maybe like a multi-launch coaster would be a cool way to incorporate that. Yeah. Okay. Um, just cause like, you know, like I'm thinking about like the, um, the, the part in revenge of the mummy where he's like offering you stuff, mm-hmm. but like change that into like the, 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 you know, the, uh, the angels being in there and like getting mm-hmm. closer to you or what have you. Um, I think that would be pretty cool. Then you have to like race out of there, you know, to yeah. like I can get see away a from, series oh. of like
3: flickering lights as you're going past angels. It could just be stationary there, but because the lights flicker, it looks like they're getting closer to you too as you're riding through it fast. So that's a yeah. I was thinking of a slow ride, but I think you're actually that would heighten everything if you were moving fast the
1: whole time too. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. I think that's a cool idea. Um the only the the other one that I thought of, I don't know what it is. I just, I don't know what this is. I just want it. And I don't think I, anybody else would, maybe, necessarily. But, like, I just want a slow-moving dark ride uh, with, like, like a boat ride, maybe, where you're just, like, passing different eras of Doctor Who with, like, full animatronics. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Like, like we, it's a small world. Need, not every ride Sinbad. needs to be
0: Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> like,
1: know? or, like, Sinbad, where you're just, like, going through different eras. It's just like, hey, you know, learn about... The different eras of Doctor Who, like you go in, it starts off black and white, like Cass was saying, and then eventually it turns into color. And it's just like kind of like a little, a little best of, um. But it's long. It's like long, like like OG Pirates, long, like like eleven minutes or something.
3: <laughs> Maybe you're following K9 as he goes through all the different ah, uh, uh, all the different time periods. Yeah, Brian, did you get to uh. see
1: K9?
0: I like that. It's no. it's, a oh, oh, it's a robot That's dog. K-9's a robot dog. Yeah. yeah. It's the, he's,
1: he's the doctor's robot dog. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, my goodness. I need to meet K-9. Yeah, he
1: has good, laser
2: eyes. He's really smart. He's a good
0: boy.
1: He's he says affirmative. Boy. Yes. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I think that because I just I think that that would be a lot of fun. Like, uh, yeah. What is it? Is it Adventures of Sinbad? Is that what the Disney Sea writes? Uh
0: Sinbad Storybook Voyage. Yeah.
1: Something like that, but just, like, for Doctor Who. Because I've long said that I think it would be a great idea. Let's pretend that it exists in this universe where this thing exists that doesn't exist right now. But (laughs) I really think it would be a great idea for the BBC to greenlight an animated Doctor Who series that took old doctors like first doctor, second doctor, third doctor, and sort of revamped them for like kids of today. So they can learn about those doctors and have adventures with those doctors Mm -hmm. and like figure out whether they love them or not, you know, the way that they know about like current doctors um, uh, without having to make them watch those old serials that don't really hold up for, for kids. You know Um, I think we have an appreciation of them because we know the history that went into them and all of that stuff, but like kids, they don't care about any of that. They just want something that entertains them, but like little, like 15 minute adventures where it's like today, you're getting a first doctor adventure and this is, here it is, you know, um, basing this like boat ride animatronic filled, uh, uh, like storybook, doctor who ride on, um, on those, those animated adventures, I think would be a lot of fun. It's
0: a great idea. Yeah.
3: You also need a slow ride in the park, too, you know, so.
1: Right. Something that cools people off and and kills a lot of time. Mm -hmm.
2: I know all my references are Disneyland, but that's like the park I went to the most as a kid. But like, what if it's, you know, the the train that goes around the park and then Mm -hmm. like sometimes there's like dinosaurs randomly. Oh, yeah, yeah. What if it's like that, but like there's like different stops to like. Transport you around the park, and then like in between each stop, you like learn about like this is the third Doctor's era or whatever. Oh yeah, I like
1: that too. You can just like
2: yeah, you can go all the way around, or you can just like hop off whenever.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like that too, and it makes sense because you're because everything's happening simultaneously, Mm -hmm. and you're like moving around this this space, so you're getting to see um the Doctor's entire timeline on the train. That's fun. I like that. Um. Yeah, it'd just be tricky because you have to leave a whole section of it blank for, like, future, doc- future oh, incarnations. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um,
2: the park just slowly starts growing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would be
0: great. Or, like, you know, every other park, it just it stays stuck in that one period <laughs> because it never gets expanded on. Yeah, yeah. It's um, okay. We have lots of money for our park.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, what else did everybody have?
2: Um, I don't know what this ride entails, but I just want the vehicles to look like little Dalek chassis because I want to ride in a Dalek.
0: <laughs> I think that's a yeah. I think you could definitely make a, a trackless ride vehicle that looks like a Dalek. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got it. it.
1: Oh, oh, I've got it. It's part of it's part of the big the big ride, right? The the Dalek invasion is happening and then on the TARDIS, as you're being transported to this other place, the doctor's like, Okay, so here's what you need to do. Everybody's gonna get into a Dalek chassis, <laughs>
2: and pretend to be a Dalek,
1: and you have to go and flip this switch to stop them from invading Earth. Oh my God! And so when you get off the off of the Tardis, you have to get in the little Dalek chair and like pass by <laughs> other Daleks and just be like exterminate, like pretend to be a Dalek,
0: so that they don't it's know. It's just like that opening spot in uh, Rise of the Resistance, like oh yeah, just playing it cool. It's a prisoner <laughs> transfer. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so you go, you end up on a Dalek ship. That's where you are um, after the tires picks cool. you up. That's pretty cool.
0: I like that idea. Yeah,
1: so that's cool. So, yeah, it's like, it's it's the it's the oops all Daleks ride, for sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but I like it. I think it's going to be cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, so then the opening part where the Daleks surround you, I think needs to be a walking area then. And then the... Yeah. Yeah. You, like, walk into a warehouse, get surrounded by Daleks, and then the TARDIS forms around you to save Mm. you. Yeah, I think that's good. That's a great idea. Um, Like, it could just be a thing where it's just, like, the doctor is just like, oh, good, that worked. Like, I'm a little (laughs) busy right now, but I have something that I need you to do, you know? Mm. Um, Yeah, I think that would be, I think that's really cool. Yeah, Uh, I like that. And, again, you can randomize it so that it's, it could be any of the doctors that that ask you to do this, you know, uh-huh. um, just depending on when you go. I think that would be fun. But uh, yeah, I really like that. So there we go. We built our e ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? From everybody.
3: I just had one idea that kind of popped in my head as we were doing this uh, when you guys yeah. were talking about the interior of the TARDIS. Maybe some sort of like escape room type thing that's set inside of a TARDIS. It seems to be like once a season at least there's an episode where... Uh, they've got to run around and hit a bunch of switches to save the TARDIS from like crashing or something like that. Oh yeah. So kind of to replicate that in like a group setting, kind of like you guys have to get together and something's going to happen and you got to stand over here and hit these switches. And when this thing hits, you hit that or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I mean, it it would eat up a lot of time and it probably wouldn't be the best thing for like differently abled people, you know, to do, but I could see like a group of five friends going in and having to work together before the, the, the TARDIS explodes or something, uh, you know, to hit, just hit a bunch of plastic switches could be a fun thing. Yeah so that could so be the kobayashi
0: maru for Dr. there you Gulu. go <laughs> yeah yeah. It's that all simulation, be, yeah
1: that could be part of um Cass's maze idea of like you maze your way through the tardis okay. and then mm. like there's a different escape room in each like tardis console room like it's a different it's a different one um that'd
2: be then cool. then you can have like multiple groups going through it at the same time and then like right. maybe there's like mirrors to like confuse you more mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like didn't we just see those people yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> no that's really good yeah no i like that a lot um yeah i uh i want to go to here um i don't know about you guys
0: but uh <laughs> oh, yeah. i want to watch more doctor who and then i want to go <laughs> yeah I'd go there regardless because I love theme parks. But uh-huh. yeah, I definitely want to watch more so I'm I know what I'm looking at.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> um yeah, I'm excited that I got you hooked on Doctor Who.
0: I it, it took how long have we been friends, Scott? Yeah. It's been like five years and like <laughs> you've been like, Brian, you need to watch this show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, I know Scott, there are a million episodes. But, what yeah, do I that's do? the thing
1: is I've never pushed you. I've just said, I think you'd really like it if you gave it a shot. But I also know how intimidating it seems from, yeah. from the outside. Um, it
0: is. It's a lot.
1: Yeah, it seems like a lot. It's not as as not it's not as much as you think it is, Um, especially with like from like Ninth Doctor forward. But it is still it seems like a lot. It seems extensive right to be sure
0: but hey now i know more about doctor who than i had garnered from like uh from like t-shirts and simpsons jokes so like (laughs) i i know a lot now i like it yeah
1: nice that's awesome um any uh any closing thoughts on uh on this our doctor who theme park
3: it seems like one of the most Instagramable parks I think we've come up with so far. Like I could just see like my timeline being flooded with pictures of people, you know, at this oh, thing. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah.
0: I just want a, want a full wall full of bow ties because bow ties are cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that would have and to be in the uh the yeah the, yeah the 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 Doctor uh, Tardis closet.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I would spy like twelve of them, so I have one yeah. for. Yep. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Fezzes, we Stenson's
1: the whole the whole the whole enchilada Um, yeah all right Cass any other any closing thoughts anything we missed that you really um, want to see in this uh, something something we can something you wanted to see in a theme park but didn't know how to make it work
2: some kind of like mystery theater maybe like it's mm. like a dinner thing but like I we don't have any shows so like yeah. I don't know. Um, That's true. Some kind of... uh, I don't know. I don't know how to theme that with Doctor Who, though, because it's... I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, I think I think some kind of show I think is is a good instinct. Maybe like um, uh, maybe they could put on like, like as a way to bring people back every year. Each year, the the show changes, but it's. Them, it's like live actors, you know, cast members recreating classic episodes of Doctor Who, <laughs> like on stage. Um, which would not be that difficult because <laughs> I think we could probably do most of the effects of classic Who.
0: That's like true. <laughs> on stage lots of bubble here. wrapped. Yeah, yeah. that's a major uh, doc- uh, Mr. Burns of post electric play vibes. <laughs> oh yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, explain explain to the podcast listeners in case they don't yeah so uh
0: there's a play it's called mr burns a post-electric play and it's uh it's about like the the apocalypse happens there's no electricity and uh, people are sitting around a campfire comforting each other by retelling episodes of the simpsons uh and the uh, there are several jumps forward in time and as it uh, like as you uh jump forward in time uh you find out that like all of these like uh, all these people have passed down what they know about uh these Simpsons episodes and they usually get like a couple of things wrong. Like uh the you know the the main one that they talk about is uh, uh was it a Cape Fear and they mix up that it was uh not Sideshow Bob, it was Mr. Burns. And you essentially see the rebirth of theater through the told through the lens of this like uh epic storytelling hmm. but with the Simpsons. It's great. <laughs> It is. Awesome. I, I saw it a few years back, and it is my favorite play because it's so much fun. <laughs>
1: um, another uh, something that I couldn't quite make work uh, is I wanted to see a um an air show like uh like oh uh, like like you know like your fireworks or what have you, but it's like it's like Daleks flying like like groups of Daleks like in the air. Mm-hmm. Like flying. Well, they can fly. Um, yeah. How they get up Yeah, no, the they, they fly now. They fly now. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, they like they'll like fly out of their ships. Like they'll like like hundreds of them will all come out of their ships and they'll just like yeah swarm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a Dalek swarm. Uh, I would. Lo- wow. I think that would be a, a fun thing to see. Um, but uh, yeah, I I assume some sort of Cyberman parade. <laughs> I think makes a lot of sense. Um, I guess that would technically be a cavalcade, um, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, some kind of just like random uh, Cyberman cavalcade of just like poor cast members in like hot metal outfit marching. <laughs> right.
3: I was thinking about that too. have some cast members that are serving you somewhere. Be the uh, I do not remember the name of the aliens, but the squid face guys. The Ood. Oh, the yeah. Ood. Yeah, yeah, the
1: Ood. Yeah, um, yeah for sure definitely yeah. got to get. It. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that would be cool, but then you could also do like the ood as like an animatronic kind of thing mm-hmm. too. Um yeah, that would be a pain to put a cast member through every day. Yeah. Uh I mean, I'll do it for the sake of a theme park. I'll make them do it. Um but
0: That's a sacrifice you're willing to make. Yeah,
1: I'm willing to make their sacrifice. Um
0: but are we at least gonna pay them well for it? Look, we all have all that money
3: coming in from the doctor's closet attraction, so yeah. we can afford oh, to right. pay the a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. every bow tie we sell is uh, an hour's work in those uh those pockets. Yeah.
1: But you could have like an ood host maybe at mm-hmm. the uh the fancy uh restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And then and then like that that ood is a is a robot with like that someone's controlling, the real host is controlling in another room. <laughs> um But uh yeah, I think that's cool. I uh yeah, I'm trying to think of like other episodes that jump out at me that I would want to like see, you know, but like a lot of them like I would like to see that market, um from like like
2: Yes, from from that one episode with Donna, right? Yeah. What is it? Uh Turn Left?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, there's like that market. There's the market, I think in beast below. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's the market in the, the, Oh man. What is that one? It's like Clara's second story where she's in like a market and there's like a, Oh,
2: the, Oh my God. Rings of, Ak- something.
1: Ak- right. Yeah. Ak- yeah. Akitin? Yeah. Akitin? Akitin? Yeah. Boom. Something like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: uh, nonsense words. Um, that's why we can't remember them. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that would be that would be cool in terms of like, you know, just like stands with like various like snacks and yeah. You know,
2: if, mean, and if we did stuff. like a beast below thing, they have those like the um, and like something to interact with is those like creepy clown face things that like turn the smilers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That'd be cool to see.
1: Yeah, that would be cool to see. I mean that's the thing, right? It's like you can you can justify anything in the yeah. way that we've built the theme park <laughs> because like all of the timelines are merging, so it works it works kind of perfectly for mm-hmm. that. Um But uh yeah, and you can add anything with no justification. Mm-hmm. That kind of rules. Um but yeah, I like I like your idea because of like because it's the doctor's timeline all like sort of merged together having that sort of train concept around it as, Mm -hmm. like, that's his timeline. Like, it's like you're traveling his timeline.
2: Yeah, That
0: is
1: brilliant. Wow, we're
2: so good at this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we did a really good job. Uh, (laughs) Kudos, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that's our, I think that's our uh, Doctor Who theme park. Uh, Cass, thanks for joining us. Tell people about, our Doctor Who podcast.
2: Yeah. So me and Scott and uh Nick Jimenez, who I don't believe has been on this show. Not yet. Yet? Not yet. Not yet. Um, we all host a Doctor Who podcast where on the on season we talk about the current season of Doctor Who that's airing and in the off season we go through um all of the doctors. Um classic, so we go one through twelve and we talk about a story from each of their um eras um in a season. And that's a lot of fun cuz Nick hasn't seen Classic Who and Scott and I have. Um so it's it's kind of we're like like leading him through it, but it's like really cool like I don't know, getting to getting to see my friend experience like this stupid show that I love in real time. So that's <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Yeah. But
2: that's that. That's the Doctor's companion. Yeah.
1: Um, and those episodes are really um new who friendly because we write recaps um for all of the episodes as we go through so that you can follow what we're talking about mm-hmm. um, without having to watch the episode necessarily um for all the classic who stuff because we know that the pace is it's tough it's not for everybody um so <laughs> uh so we try to make that as accessible as possible that's the doctor's companion um mm-hmm. check it
2: out uh anything else you need to plug Cass? Um, I, on the Patreon, I don't know when this is airing, um, but I also co-host Lord of the Rings Minute, which I assume will be back for whenever you guys do a Lord of the Rings theme park. Um, but oh, true. I, <laughs> I co-host Lord of the Rings Minute with my husband, Norman. Uh, we're done with the extended editions of that original trilogy, but we are wading through the extended editions of The Hobbit um, hour by hour. Uh, on on patreon oh, yes <laughs> hour by hour on patreon so as of this recording the first unexpected journey's up um mm-hmm. and i don't believe um desolation of smog has dropped yet but
1: no i think it drops like next week as of you guys hearing this okay but, cool uh, yeah um all right so check that out too that's com slash support uh and thank you all for listening to this episode uh, we appreciate you and we appreciate everyone who checks out dually genre dot com slash support and becomes a patreon for a patron for as low as three dollars a month you will gain access to our theme park this fast pass episodes. Uh we will have just posted an episode where we talk about the park uh my my visit to the parks and sort of um recounting Avengers campus to these two. I'm so jealous. Uh, what that was like (laughs) um and uh talking about going to the parks again for the first time in 18 months um it's been a while so uh very uh should be should be a pretty good episode we haven't recorded it yet um full disclosure (laughs) um so uh but uh check that out com slash support we appreciate everyone does that and we will talk to you again next week no week after next with another episode of theme park (laughs) this thanks guys Bye. bye bye